Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hi, John Schwab here from Curtain Call, and welcome to episode 126 of the Curtain Call Theater Podcast, the podcast that brings you backstage as close as you possibly can be, often while the shows are actually happening, to meet the people that make that theater happen. Just a quick reminder that you can download and subscribe to the podcast from the Apple Podcast app or from iTunes. That way your feed will be automatically updated when we release episodes, but you can also listen to us on many other streaming services such as Stitcher and Google Play. Please rate and review our podcast if you have a spare 30 seconds and help us reach more theater lovers out there around the globe. And now for this week's podcast. There are certain times that I really love doing this podcast, and none more than when I discover a new theater initiative that I was completely unaware of, or a new theater space. But you put the two together, and I am pretty much giddy with excitement. And that is exactly what happened when I came across Intermission Youth Theater, based at St. Savior's Church in the heart of Knightsbridge, London. Uh, That was established by Bishop Rob and Janine Gillian as a safe, reflective, and creative space for the arts. Now, in 2008, Bishop Rob asked Darren Raymond to become artistic director. And it couldn't have come at a better time for the actor, uh, as Darren had just recently finished a run of Othello. And he took charge with just four young people in this group. And since that day, more than 116 to 25-year-olds have passed through St. Saviors and have been introduced to the genius of Shakespeare, discovering that it is just as accessible today as it was 400 years ago if you open up your mind to it. Now, I sat down and talked with Darren about Intermission's latest production, which is Othello Remixed, as well as their mission, vision, and plans for the future. Have a listen. Darren, (laughs) we're sitting, this is your theater. Like, this is Intermission. Like, it's an old church. I'm sitting in an incredible space I've never yeah, been yeah. to, which I absolutely love doing in London, man, coming and finding a new place. Yeah. Um, so before we get into what you guys are doing in, in June, July, can you tell me, uh, A, a little bit about yourself and, and, and what it is that you're doing here and how this was built and how this church has come to be yeah. intermission? I know it's a long question, like, but t- yeah, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Let's, let's... I'll, try and, I'll try and give it to you in a snapshot, but... Um, yeah, it's an incredible space. So basically, about 14 years ago, um, director at the time, a guy called Rob Gillian, was an actor for 15 years before he became a priest. Mm. And when he became ordained, he spent his first 10 years in Shea Pick Prison, working with the marginalised. So um, the Bishop of Kensington in, I think, 2000, it was, um, headhunted him to come mm. to St. Saviour's Church, where we are now, and to breathe life back into the parish because it was the congregation mm. was dwindling. And so he said, all right, cool, uh, I want to combine my three passions, which was the church, work with the marginalised, and theatre. And so he created Intermission, mm. uh, and it was just a place to bring artists that can come and, you know, just come and be and, and, and work on their craft and mm. then go back out into the world. Uh, you know, he, refer- he referenced it to, like, a, a sanctuary for wild birds, you know, <laughs> which is a brilliant... It's a good way to describe yeah. us, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> so then, and I was... Uh, uh, performing the UK tour of a fellow yeah. um, around that time, 2004, I think it was. And we played here, this, this venue. Okay. Um, and it's the first time I met Rob. And 
and his wife, Janine Gillian, mm. who's co-founded the place. And amazing people, both of them, just generally have this lovely kind of just life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and, and kind of really took me under their wing and Rob mentored me as an actor-director. And then a couple of years down the line, he said, I always wanted to set up my own professional theatre company. I'm busy doing other stuff as a vicar. How do you feel about leading that? I said, yeah, yes. jumped right in, oh and we gosh. birthed into Mission Theatre. That's yeah. great stuff, man. Mm. Like, and what, it, well, listen, I think all paths lead to where they need to lead, you know, when they do, but, um, you know, how wonderful an opportunity kind of gets presents itself. And it, it was the right time for you? Was it like, did, did you just kind of go, yeah, was there any... Well, listen, I'll be honest, I'll be honest with you, mate. I didn't really know what that even meant. Okay. Do you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like, Good, I was great. an actor, yeah. like, you know, being an artistic director. I mean, what, what was that? How was I going to even go about that? So as far as timing goes, I mean, what is the right time for anything? Yeah. I stepped out in faith, you know, and, and my faith had grown by that time as well. So Rob had really kind of nurtured me in faith as well. Mm. And he had this wonderful saying that God doesn't call the equipped, he equips the called. Mm. And I said, all right, I'm going to step out. And, and you learn a lot of stuff, you know, on your feet and, and being practical and doing this stuff. Um, and I had a passion and a love for the arts because it transformed my life. So I was always going to, you know, be ready to kind of take this by the horns and yeah. see where it goes. Yeah, yeah, excellent. And when I came in today, um, I saw there was a wall, and on the wall was like the cohorts, yeah, you know. Yeah. And they, so tell me who those guys are, because it was fascinating coming in. And I, I loved just like the... I loved seeing the range of people on that wall mm, you know mm, young mm. younger um you know black and white and yeah, yeah. you know wearing muslim um you know garb and not wearing muslim you know yeah, and yeah, i just yeah. like that's that's a wall that every <laughs> theater should literally kind of you know what i mean yeah 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 definitely so yeah so we work with young people from all over london so in 2008 um i set up intermission youth theater so before that it was a professional theater company and i did that because i wanted to work with youth and uh, young people that may be going through a difficult time in life because that's how I was as a kid and you know if I had something an intervention that was meaningful and engaged me in a way that would really kind of connect with me then maybe I'd have made different choices mm. so I said alright let me set this up for these youngsters and yeah so we work with kids from all over London, Hackney, Woolwich, Peckham deprived areas mm. no you know uh, we're not exclusive to, in terms of uh, um, religion or anything mm-hmm. like that. We're not a, re- a religious organisation by any means. You know, it's about being there for young people, supporting them on their journey, and just having a place where they can come and feel, you know, um, not judged, feel safe, feel confident, and develop their creative gifts or whatever gifts they have. Yeah. You know, but just giving them the confidence to go out into that world and, and, and to really to be them. Yeah. And, and, you know. And is, has it grown, like, is it, is it like word of mouth? Because, um, yeah, so 2008. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, 10 years. It, 10 years, yeah, 2008, I sat downstairs uh, looking at the door, seeing who would turn up because, you know, I said I wanted to start this company and it was like, yeah, all right, but where are you going to get these youngsters from? Four, four came through the door on the first day. Right. And, you know, we went downstairs and, like I said, I was an actor so, and, and so I just kind of did games and, mm. and stuff as, that I did when I was touring and, and in rehearsal rooms. And they loved it, we were laughing. And that was, that's what it's about, you yeah. know, just having that kind of liberation, freedom, just mm. to kind of leave things behind and just be in the moment and, and, and appreciate that moment. And I said, OK, this, I need to 
to keep doing this. We just need to be consistent with this. And so I was there every Saturday, and the four turned into eight, eight turned into 12 in the first year. And then I said, this needs to culminate in something because mm-hmm. I lose them. I said, all right, what can I do? What can I do? And, you know, as an actor, I, I mean, I got into it through an unusual way in terms of the arts and the industry. Um, and I did a lot of work with Shakespeare, yeah. you know, that text. So I said, all right, let me do Shakespeare with them. But, you know, what a mistake. Do you know what I mean? I said, right, we're going to do some Shakespeare. They're like, Shakespeare, get out of here. Booted out the door, everything. So I had to run after them and say, no, 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 no. You know? But then I thought to myself, well, it worked for me somehow. Yeah. So I need to find a way to make it work for these youngsters because I knew the benefits of doing that work. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It really opened up the literature to a different class and society of people, you know, a, a network of people. Um, so there was benefits, mm. you know, and it taught me about life and taught me about myself as well as a person. So I said, all right, what can I do? So I just said, language is something that I think young people struggle with when it comes to Shakespeare because it's 400 years old. It's yeah. quite dense. You know, mm. it's not easy to, yeah. to get grips with. So I said, let's remove the language. And I just started looking at the themes and the issues. Mm. Um, and, I, and I was looking at Shakespeare's Caesar because for me, I always think that's the ultimate knife crime. Mm. You know, they stab him to death. Yeah, of course. You know, that conspiracy, conspiratory um, element of it. And so we were kind of just creating characters around this. They didn't know it was Shakespeare. Yeah. And then a few weeks later, I said, listen, we're going to look at a play from Shakespeare called Julius Caesar. And again, Dow, man, what are you doing? We said, we don't want to do Shakespeare. I said, but you've been looking at it for like a few weeks. Mm. What do you mean? I said, well, these characters that you created, these situations, it's what Shakespeare did in Caesar. Yeah. And what are you talking about? So, I, you know, we read a little scene from it and, then I, and they're in because yeah. they're invested already because yeah. these characters are real to them now. Yeah. You know, these places, these situations, these predicaments. It's, it's theirs yeah. so and then it got to a point where, it, where they were asking me when we're doing stuff around our you know our characters that we've created well D what did, what did Shakespeare do then mm. what, what was his um, interpretation of that and then we'll go back to the text but it's them asking yeah. for it rather than me they've got to find a way in it anyone's got to find a way in yeah yeah you know? anybody yeah. I, I think I think with especially with Shakespeare again strikes fear into the, the heart of any kind of student mm. or you know e- even you know, I did English literature uh, here at university and studied Shakespeare for two years, and I was like, oh, man. Yeah. And I did it because I wanted to, to, to... We don't do it in high school in America, really dive in, and I was like, you know, let's get in there. Yeah. But it's, it's scary, and then you kind of realise, well, once you're in, you're in. You once know? you're in, you're in, there's no turning back, you know what I mean? That's, that's and it. it's, it's brilliant. You see the youngsters all the time, when they get it, like, oh, yeah. my gosh, this guy's serious. This guy is just sick. Damn, yeah. but the word played it. And it's similar to what they listen to in terms mm. of music and, and the rhythm and how they speak and that. There's, you know, we're much closer to his work. And yeah. when I say we, I'm talking about, you know, the common people. Yeah, yeah. For well, he wrote a for the word. commoner. Shakespeare didn't write for the yeah. elite. I mean, he, may have, he may have been, a, you know, a royal... You know, he may have been, you know, an entertainer of the court, you know, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, and yeah, been commissioned. But like, no, he he wrote for the common man, you right, know. And yeah. I think that that's that's what we should be letting everyone know, yeah. kind of. So the shows, your your first one was Caesar. You're saying that was our first one, and then, yeah, and then what, what have you what have you kind of worked on since, and 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 then kind of lead up, if you will, with yeah. what you guys are doing this summer. So, so yeah, so, so because it worked so well, two thousand and eight, doing yeah. that, in, you know, that adaptation or, or of, of Caesar, um, we kind of just 
did it every year. We mm. said, all right, let's look at a different play each year. Um, and what, what, what did happen is that the work that they invested in, in terms of their own characters, you know, I went away and thought, well, it'd be a shame to lose that because, mm. you know, this is theirs, this is their creation. So I went away and just was at home one day and I said, let me see what happens if I put these two worlds together and merge Shakespeare with, con- with their contemporary you know, speak, and it was just this new fusion, and it just blended brilliantly. I was reading it thinking, oh my gosh, this is, do you know what I mean? This, is, yeah. this, this just feels wicked. Yeah. Um, and, and, and yeah, and we've kind of continued in that vein ever since. So we've done uh, a Midsummer Night's Dream, which we called The Playground, which was about substance abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've done, um, ha- um, no, we haven't done Hamlet yet. Yet. I, I'm going to say, tell you why Hamlet came into my head later, but yes, yeah, so we've done. Um, the Midsummer Night's Dream, we've done Taming of the Shrew, we've done uh, uh, Macbeth, Julius mm-hmm. um, um, Caesar, I've said, we've done Romeo mm-hmm. and Juliet, and uh, this this year, and, and 2012, yeah. we did, uh, we piloted um, The Ring of Envy, which was right. our Othello, yeah. and and that was amazing, and that was a play that's quite close to my heart, because it was the f- my first introduction to Shakespeare, right. really, and so I stayed away from it for a long time, because I just thought, oh, I can't, I don't can't. want to touch yeah, it, yeah, 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 yeah. too precious, too precious, <laughs> <laughs> and people kept saying, why do you do a fellow, why do you yeah. do a fellow, um, anyway, we finally did it, and it was, it was brilliant, and um, yeah, and, and we're kind of, we're, we're doing it uh, um, now, doing it again, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's, a, it's, I mean, it's a different production, but yeah, yeah. And what, so where's so what have you done? So you, you you've taken you, you're putting it into contemporary settings, and uh, where where is Othello set now? Just so a fellow a set in uh, in London, 2019, yeah. and it's uh, in a boxing gym. Nice, kind of yeah, on the estate. Yeah, well, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. People are fighting, man. People you know? are fighting. People, people, are, people fighting. are fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and every time we kind of look at a piece, we I throw it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's that parallel paralleling the lives of these characters today, and just asking. The cast, you know, who is a fella? You know what I mean? And when we were talking about, when we were having those conversations, things came up like, you know, like a, um, like a soldier, mm. you know, like, a, you know, maybe that one that's kind of gone, done the fighting in Afghan or, yeah. you know, Iraq or whatever. And then uh, a wrestler came up into the conversation, you know, and people are improving it, improving that. Then a boxer came in. And that was immediately for me, I was like, bloody hell, that makes a lot of sense. Mm. You know what I mean? Just in terms of those two lives, you know, very isolated, very alone, mm-hmm. you know, this kind of comp combative sport um, who's in your corner who's in your corner yeah. you know who's kind of feeding you who's, yeah. you know and, and all that and yeah. and also visually I just think it's, it's an amazing yeah. thing to kind well, of well boxing is theatre isn't it yeah 100% you know you've got the seats ringside and whatever and you come into that space and the build up with the, the fighters yeah. and their backstory and you, you're just waiting to see what story kind <laughs> yeah. of happens you know yeah. so yeah, yeah it's definitely theatre so awesome Mm. Awesome, 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 and that that so when that opens on the twenty fifth of June, twenty fifth of June, yeah. press night twenty eighth or something like twenty eighth, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Press and then night, how, yeah. how many weeks? We're doing three weeks, uh, and that's at the Omnibus. In that's at the Omnibus, the Omnibus Theatre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it's in Clapham, um, and it uh, opens on the twenty fifth. Plays Mon- uh, Tuesday to Sunday. Okay. Oh, yeah. good. So it's a Sunday show. Yeah. Sunday show, man. Sunday there's, show. There's Four, not, yeah. uh, well, there's not many of those in town. Hey, listen, I'll tell you what. Come if on. there was more Sunday performance performances for yeah. theatre, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be on it like yeah. a shot. I think yeah. it's a good, it's a good. Well, we uh, do that. That's what we do in America. You know? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The most most theatres go on on Sunday. You know, and oh, you have your Monday off. Um, okay, yeah, it's, it's cool. I think yeah. it's a good, good, good idea. Yeah. So yeah. Well, th- that's great, and um, I just to get, I, I want to get the the best in for people, so. You know, and, and this is a show for everyone. This is a show for 
young and old, like yeah, and yeah, people yeah. who are new to Shakespeare or Shakespeare scholars, or, you know, have seen every one. Like, yeah. you know, what 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 can they expect when they when they come and see this, and what what can they leave with? I think they they. If they come with expectations, then they're, then they're going to be in for a real shock, man. <laughs> you know. So I would just, nice. I always say, leave your expectations at, <laughs> at home, man, and, and just come and know that you're yeah. in for a roller coaster. In terms of challenging uh, perceptions, challenging stereotypes, challenging the tradition. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I think we're doing this more as a, a society now, in, in, in terms of the arts and, and what and what we're, you know, daring to kind of to do. Um, this production. Listen, it's crazy. You know, we're mm. taking something that's 400 years old. We're f- slamming it into 2019. Yeah. It's unapologetic. Do you know what I mean? A lot of people revere Shakespeare and hold it up on a pedestal. I love Shakespeare. Yeah. But listen, it's a piece of art which yeah. everybody can use and interpret in, in their own way. Mm. And I think this production, what this production does, is does that very well. It takes the lives of the cast, of myself. Do you know what I mean? And we pull it on the page. Mm. And then we find a way to kind of make this story come alive. It's... It's a new sound. You know, you're going to hear Shakespeare in a way that you've never heard it before. I can promise you that. Mm. That's a guaranteed, you know. And and it, it just, it, it, for me personally, it makes Shakespeare breathe in, it, yeah. in today's heartbeat. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, we can hear the iambic pentameter just yeah. kind of pounding away in a way which kind of resonates with London yeah. life in terms of diversity, in terms of culture, in terms of race, in terms of all these things. So, um, yeah, I think... You, you, you I'm excited for you, Derek, man. Yeah, I'm yeah, excited cheers, for you, man. Cheers, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, excellent. Well, I'll put all this stuff on the show notes. You know, people can find out where they get tickets on the show notes and everything else. And, um, mm. uh, and we'll get them there, man. Yeah, I think nice. everyone needs to come and, come and see it. It's always great to find a new, uh, a new voice in Shakespeare. And, like, in these, these kids that are coming in, this, in, the young guys that are coming in, young guys and girls, say, your guys being everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, being able to, to hear a new voice is... So important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like you're saying as well, you know, they come in, a lot of them come in, well, my cast particularly, great actors, you know what I mean, but haven't had that kind of schooling that maybe other people have had in classical texts, particularly Mm. Shakespeare. So there's something fresh about that because the baggage isn't there. Do you know what I mean? So they're free and open to really kind of explore this text in a way they see it and hear it. Almost like that, you know, that just, that gut response, that gut Mm. reaction to to what, what Shakespeare's put on the page and how it really kind of resonates with, with them and their lives. Yeah. You know, which is which brings something different, yeah. I think. Something new, something, something real. authentic. Something real. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Excellent, man. Thank you so nice, much man. for cool. sitting down Darren Raymond, Artistic Director of Intermission Youth Theatre, speaking to me there at St. Saviour's in Knightsbridge. Now, before I go, just a few housekeeping notes. If you're a theatre professional, head on over to curtaincallonline.com and sign up for your free profile page. All you have to do is create an account with an email address and make up a cool password. Away you go. Follow us on all the socials, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Curtain Call, and you can follow me at John Schwab, J-O-H-N-S-C-H-W-A-B. We'd love to hear from you if you have any suggestions or feedback for the podcast. Get in touch with us via any of the social media platforms I just mentioned or write to me at john at curtaincallonline.com. 
And it just leaves me to say a huge thank you to Darren Raymond and his team at Intermission Youth Theatre at St. Saviour's Church in Knightsbridge, London. Get over there. I'm going to put their uh, show details of Othello Remixed into the show notes. And also thanks to James Marino from Broadway Radio and BroadwayStars.com who bought us lunch yesterday. That was Matt. And I, we're in New York uh, on a visit. And um, thanks, James. Really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Curtain Call Theater podcast, and I will catch you all next week. Bye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.